Hey guys, Matt from soundrolling.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, this little clip is from my sound chat with Wayne Pashley. And this is kind of, I really wanted to try and understand, um, especially for a seasoned pro like him working in post-production, uh, sound supervisor role, sound design, re-recording mixer for things like Happy Feet, uh, Mad Max, uh, The Great Gatsby, The Lego Movies. Um, how he de- like, was able to develop his own style and how kind of important that is in a kind of post-production space where often people can kind of think that they are being dictated to in terms of what the end elements should be or how it should sound and just how that was going to play out. So hopefully this gives you a bit of insight. And uh, if you like it, then share it. Enjoy. At what point are you getting to a point that you kind of are understanding your own style. And obviously you're, I mean, maybe at the beginning you're choosing from different places, but what what has kind of influenced you on the way to getting your own style, and when did you kind of feel that it was it was yours? Well, I sort of think, um, I, I, I find that, that I suppose, you know, stylistically, if I was to sort of pick an element, I always strive for clarity. That's and I think that a lot of films I see today, you know, when I miss words, I just get so irritated by it. It's like, don't write it down, don't get the actor to say it unless we're all going to hear it. And I think that that that's where you know I, I, I try so hard to to keep things away from dialogue. And it's not just dialogue, it's, it's actually, it's even, I'm not sure what everyone calls this, but, it, you know, breaths and grunts, the, the, the sort of internal character, and, and to, keep, to keep characters alive on screen, because ultimately, in terms of a broad audience, without, you know, all of our sound artistic friends and trying to accommodate their needs, I'm just, like, look, trying to look after average Joe. I just know that if my mother sees something and cannot understand it, uh, it's just irritating. So I guess if I was to pick a very basic prim- primary sort of like item, it would be dialogues <clears throat> and keeping out of the way. Second to that, I then you got to correct, put them in the world, and to and to and to give the the extension of disbelief and to put the put people into a place that they would normally never go or may never have been before. Um, so I, I must say that I would say stylistically that would be my sort of deal. I think that um, uh, there was a time when, when it, just in the history in the 80s and everything, when everything became big and bolshy with effects and punches and things and guns and sure, there's a big place for that and it dep- it's stylistically depending on the film. But even with that nowadays, as we sort of are in the 21st century, I find that that's also had its day, you know, and I try to find other ways to to tell a gunshot that is not normal as it might be. It's more about how the character would interpret the gunshot, whether they are firing the gun or whether they are receiving the <laughs> yeah the oh, um, yeah. Uh, result of the gunshot, and so. It, I, I, I'm always trying to find something that is always internalized for for the for the you know the character on screen, 
it also goes down to Foley. Foley, for me, is all about character. You know, what they wear. I mean, we've all read and heard people, you know, wonderful costume people, Edith Head and Catherine Martin, who, you know, these people, like, understand character. And I try to be with them as well. I look at each department and say, why, why, I just question myself, why has Catherine Martin chosen this sort of, you know, evening wear for Daisy Buchanan and Gatsby? There is a reason behind it and why it's like that. And what can I do with sound to actually up that? To, because it's all character. So really, I think that's, uh, stylistically, uh, if I was to pick anything, that would be what it is. You know, I mean, Ben Burt, we all know, has uh, built an, a career on these incredible sound effects, you know, from another world that's, you know, today they're still being used. Lightsabers, the lightsaber sound is, is synonymous with Ben Burt. You know, I don't think I've necessarily achieved that. That would be nice, you know. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's why I suppose where my style rests is, is in character. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that. Still Matt here. Um, and I wanted to just say that I'm going a bit crazy uh, with my podcast at the moment and uploading uh, nearly relentlessly or as much as possible with some of my older content and uh, bringing in new content as well from a lot of the live Q&As that I've done over the last year or so. Um, so re I'd really, really appreciate it if you could um, share this and uh, we can try and find more like-minded people, get more questions going and, uh, yeah, really kick this into kind of high gear. So, till next time, see you later.